Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the podcast release of The Plex. Our live show is over three hours long most of the time. If you don't want to miss any of it, you can listen live Sundays, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex and join at the $5 level or higher, you'll get the live show sent to you the day after we record it, uncut, unedited, straight off of IceCast 2. Thanks for listening. It's 8 o'clock, that's Pacific Time, and you know what that means, and if you don't know what that means, whatever. This is the Plex Podcast. We do this live every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into Red Light. Woo, red Light. Woo, woo. You can find the show on all the pod places. Uh, if you're listening right now in one of those pod places, do hit subscribe, share the show around. 
support the show on patreon at patreon.com slash echoplex and you can join the chat room at discord.me slash echoplex i'm gonna introduce everybody but i'm gonna go this way <laughs> what's up everybody this is t-h-e councilman you can find me at t-h-e underscore councilman on twitter and uh yeah i'm ready to rock your world tonight ew <laughs> I'm the media wench and I'm uh, the middle of the very awkward good wife and councilman sandwich. <laughs> I'm Ice the tea. rye bread. <laughs> where, are you, can, where can people find you? Weed Queen on Twitter and Instagram, ma'am. How about you? Uh, this is the good wife. I apologize for T-H-E councilman who's been trying to make a bunch of holes so that we can all be blown away for something and I don't understand what's going on. Oh you can God. find me at Eplex good wife on the twit box. You are the most salty and you call the most people unpunch Nazis. I do too. And and please, please, please find me on the tweets and replies. Please like her post, by the way. 257 likes now? Uh, unpunched Nazis. Likes. Fuck them. 12 likes. 12 motherfucking likes. You're all how cute. Who are you, ma'am? Oh, hey, I'm the Waffle Princess. You can find me on the Twitface at Waffly Princess, and you can find me on Facebook in the Go Fuck Yourself podcast group. That's Go Fuck Yourself. Go Fuck Yourself spelled with a couple of punctuation marks where we talk about sex and post a whole bunch of really dirty memes that you can't open at work. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice... The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late, I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around comes around all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great! So there's been like an entirely too much news this week entirely entirely too much news so we just got to get right to it let's go we got our local story okay um this is a feel good feel bad story mm. <laughs> i gotta go find it no like assaulted caramel but worse no winners all losers we will tell you if anybody wants to go and like you know rally at 7 30 a.m at this site feel free so 
there's a nonprofit that was trying to solve the homelessness problem in San Jose, and they just put up a renegade encampment, which is and, the feel-good yeah. part, part of the story, and we're going to go ahead and start the audio for it. Uh, the group that started this knew they did not have permission to be here, but they came here anyway in protest to what they call the lack of response to the city's homeless crisis. Tired of seeing homeless encampments like this along freeways, the nonprofit San Jose Hope Village built this, a tent village complete with a porter potty, security fencing, and garbage service. It cost $10,000 in private donations. This is an alternative that we can afford, that makes sense, that doesn't bother anybody, and offers a much better quality of life. Charles Nelson is among the first to move in. I have a massage table. That I sleep on. Homeless since 2013, just five days ago, the 63-year-old was living by a creek near the San Jose Municipal Golf Course. I love it. It's great. Compared to where we came from, yeah, it's a thousand percent better. It sits next to the state's Employment Development Department building. Technically, the village is in their overflow parking lot. CHP now issuing a 72-hour notice to leave the premises, or the homeless campers will be forcibly removed, property taken. This okay. is why we can't have nice things. The property taken part is the thing. It's like, it's like these guys don't have anything as it is. You gonna you gonna take their fucking you gonna take the, like the rest of their you gonna take the rest of their Ritz crackers? Like, what kind of monster are you if you take like somebody's box of Ritz crackers or because their tent or their blanket? So this is something that was put together um, with private donations, and they were responsible. They have someone who picks up the trash. The you know, so it doesn't become an overrun, you know, like the jungle encampment, if you remember that. It doesn't become an episode of Hoarders. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, like, we have encampments all over the place that are not legal, and this was kind of like a... Also not legal. I have a lot to say. Um, first of all, um, whoever, like, I don't care who's building it is, this, the employment... It's like the employment development department. Like the very people who are supposed to be helping them get a job are like, well, get the fuck out. Like there's so much wrong with this fucking story. Like, so feel good, feel bad, bad, bad. So whose property was it that <laughs> the, they were the on? The state of California. The state, state of California. Yeah. Okay. The, empl- the, em- the employment development department. The EDD. Like, right. So the state of okay. California. Yeah. But, but the thing is, the EDD should have been like, oh, it's supposed to be our job to help these people get a fucking job. How convenient they're right next to us. Let's help these people. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, you know, get get rid of the nonprofit group because maybe they're not supposed to be there. But then I don't know. I just feel like there's so much wrong with this. And I could do like the next 30 good 30 minutes on like everything that's wrong with this, especially the fact that it took private donations to like get like a reasonable tent city like they had tents and a fucking porta potty and like and garbage cleanup showers right they or like some it, kind of laundry service that came in and out i don't know it's i don't, I don't know that uh, it the fact that like the city's been trying to solve the homeless problem for this long and this never occurred to them is just ridiculous they just know they just refuse to do it yeah, it's it's definitely occurred to them and to the point of being proposed, and, and they've just they've is, this nim- f- is this a NIMBY thing? Is that what's going feet. on? It's no, you know. it's just beyond that. It's just like the cities haven't done anything, right? Well, they who's don't. Res- whose responsibility are the homeless? The city. No. Or the well, the, count, the I mean, county technically is the social safety net agency. They're the ones. But that like the reason healthcare. why we have homeless people is because we don't have enough housing or affordable rent. 
affordable housing. I there's housing, there but it's not no, affordable. There is there's not enough housing, but there is no one person or entity that are responsible for the homeless. Right. This is like a like a disgusting thing about San Jose. It's the richest city in America. It has yep. the resources that are available just in cash, not property, just cash, incoming cash in San Jose, above and beyond what these companies are paying their employees, could solve this homeless problem a thousand times a year or more. It's it's just it's gross. It's gross. People are flying. You know why they were you know why they got rid of the jungle, right? They didn't get rid of it because it was unsafe. They got rid of it because it was in the flight path. So when people would fly into the San Jose International Airport, they would see a homeless encampment on their way to their fucking little meeting at Cisco or, or their, their little Giants me- game. Their, me- their little meeting at Google where they're going to go talk to the like the assistant to the assistant to the executive. And it's the opposite of the manager's manager. Right. Exactly. It's it's yeah. Yeah. And, and it come, yeah. You're the lackey of the lackey. So they that's why they got rid of it anybody that thinks they got rid of it for any other reason is i think that fucking business travelers and the businesses were complaining that as you flew into the san jose airport you saw a homeless encampment so actually there the state of california um ironically enough i think sued or someone sued the city and the state um some environmental groups because it was polluting the creeks and so that's why they were removed there's any no, I guarantee you is that's the reason they that's the reason they that's, use that's the legal reason they found uh, there is I just remember flying back from Netroots Nation and looking down and seeing the jungle and uh, yeah it occurs to me that like there are many reasons that it got removed but not small among them are business travelers don't want to be inconvenienced with having to see the fucking homeless from first class. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, those, those are the kind of things that certainly expedite. the Right. Oh, the that's like, that's a good, it was the catalyst. Correct. It, it wasn't any of the main, it was like the baking soda in your fucking, it makes the shit rise. Right. There are, there are plenty of um, safety and uh, you know, other concerns uh, out there, but you know, once the life rises to the level of oh shit, our economic development might be impacted. You know, the rich people are inconvenienced. The, r- the rich people have to see it. Sergey so Brin has to see it from his Google plane flying into San Jose Airport. So it kind of is a NIMBY thing. It, no, it's, not in it, my backyard no, it, oh, or not very, in my pool. Oh, it either. very much is a NIMBY thing. It's just that it's it. It's a different kind of a NIMBY thing. It's not just like it's. I don't want this in my backyard. It's more just like. I have my vision. Oh, I, I really support, you know, getting people off the streets and, you know, I'm very compassionate, but I have my vision for how well, that looks and it does not look like this. Right. And that's pretty much what we're dealing with. Well, that's the thing is like a warehouse for, for the, for the business that, that was near that for a while. And it was, I, I rode by it like on my way to work, like some of it. And it was certainly unsafe, but, as I rode down the creek trail that I took to get from downtown to the north side, the Guadalupe Trail, there were other areas that were uh, similarly situated, but they weren't in the flight flight path, so those are probably still there. I don't know. I got to play the next clip of this, and I'm real sorry. I feel I'm, I already feel gross, and I'm really glad that the next story is the next story. The nonprofit's response as to why they set up shop without permission. We have to start somewhere. We've been people have been talking about doing encampments and trying to do something more for the homeless for years. The nonprofit says it's working with State Senator Jim Bell. His office tells KTVU the property is under a flight pattern by Mineta San Jose Airport under federal regulations and not zoned for residential use. 
Yet this homeless encampment is opening eyes. At least one San Jose council member touring the village is open to the idea. Well, the city has been dancing around how to how to solve the issue of homelessness for, for many years. I would much rather folks be sheltered with a roof and four walls, uh, but I also recognize that we're not going to have the housing necessary to put all these people uh, into supportive housing for many years. Well, the people staying here have until Thursday morning to vacate. Some of them say no. they'll risk getting arrested. The man I spoke oh, to says no, he will leave and head back to the creek. Tomorrow night, the group will be rallying uh, to, about their cause and to get more attention. Frank? As a Smith in the South Bay tonight, thank you. As a Smith, like, stumbled over her words at the end. Yeah. Um, toured, I like you you'd mentioned during the clip, um, toured the facility or toured the uh, who said that somebody said I some, said tour you t- they said they, the, oh you have to talk into the microphone they say uh, sorry back and forth uh, the he toured it as if it were some third world country it, I like I'm picturing or, you know, Sean Penn down in some part of Africa that's really poverty stricken or a museum you tour right. a museum as opposed to, to visiting to his to his credit uh, this particular councilman member is one of the leading advocates for Good. all forms of. I know the councilman. The councilman so. wasn't at fault there. It was yeah, the yeah. news person for saying that they toured it. Yeah. What, how hard would it be to take a property and set up a bunch of tiny houses there? Uh, down ballot. Yes. <laughs> down ballot and the first part of the show for a while. This whole thing is fucked. Okay, maybe these people that maybe this nonprofit should not have put tents just somewhere. But putting it next to the Employment Development Department is sort of telling the state that's like, hey, we actually want to house them next to the place that helps them find a job. Have you heard of, <laughs> have you heard of efficiency? Mm-hmm. This is awfully convenient because they can go to EDD and fill out whatever forms and maybe, right. and now they have a safe place to stay. It's right across. Like, none of this is problematic to me except that it's illegal. And I understand that, like, the rule of law is the rule of law, but I don't know. Where's the victim in this crime? I mean, now there's a victim. Now these fucking homeless people like we're like, oh shit! There's I'm, I'm in a tent where nobody's gonna stab me. There's and Jack I think- Boots gonna come take my fucking hat last half a box of Ritz crackers. I mean, like what they mean by secure and safe place? Like it's like it has like you know a little bit of fencing, the movable fencing, and like you know they have security there too that they pay. You know, like it's just you know it sounds like the best solution for it's a really where homeless good- people should sleep. You know, well, and then no, like some isn't. of the people who, it's, well, no, and like some of the people who live there um, needed just a place for their stuff to be when they go and get job, like go for right. job interviews. Right. And it's not, it's temporary, you know? And so, I mean, it's truly, truly, truly the transitional, the transitional. This story can suck my dick. <laughs> I don't like anything about the way this story turned out. Like, I. I just well, you won't know till tomorrow. How is it, it a done out. deal? Is it? I mean, it sounds like it is. Oh, this is San Jose. Well, it's man. it's an issue that's going to come up at council anyway, and they're going to make a broader decision about you know whether or not to regulate uh, sanctioned encampments. Will you, you know, keep in us? General. Will you keep us and the Plex audience informed? Because absolutely. I don't have the council schedule, but oh, when they are going to be bringing this so shit up, that's why I am T H E councilman. T H E councilman. This this whole this it sucks. I'm, no, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not the perfect solution. <sighs> Build fucking tall buildings. Fucking make it government housing. 
charge people cheap rent. Don't let, use slavery to build them. Don't use slavery to build them. Let the people live somewhere for cheap. If they want to order two apartments because they want two of them, let them do it. If they're doing cocaine in the apartment, let them do it. People do cocaine. Build government housing in San Jose and make the rent cheap and lose money on it and fucking charge Peter Thiel. He's trying to figure out like how to suck the blood out of children to live forever. Like, <laughs> and make part of, make part of that housing really good security. So it doesn't become a rundown, horrible neighborhood. Like it could. I think security makes it the rundown horrible. Mm. I think that it should go the other way. It should be dense, but it should be adorable. It should be gentrified. It should look like fucking Palo Alto, but be government housing. It's the tall buildings and stuff, but like trees everywhere and like a nice fucking place. I don't know. Something's got some dignity. I agree. Uh, you, you don't give someone dignity. A person has dignity. Like that's the problem here is that like I could talk about San Jose housing the homeless and the dichotomy between Peter Thiel, who's like a very bad person and probably like a very nice person who just lost their job, who lives in their car, who should probably have everything that Peter Thiel owns. Like I could talk about this forever. It's It's ridiculous. It makes me. It makes me like ashamed to be like part of the machine here in Silicon Valley. Like you're getting some sad music in the background, producer I, Dave. Do we I, have a palate cleanser? Well, we certainly do. <laughs> I don't know if this is what you would call a palate cleanser. So anything is a palate cleanser after that good news. Well, this is actually somebody else's local news. Okay. I have one one minute and five second clip of all news is local. All right. I have one uh, clip. This is a, there's a vending machine found in a uh. Long Island neighborhood. Good morning. Uh, I'm Ed Romaine, the supervisor of the town of Brookhaven. We're joined by Assemblyman Dean Murray and uh, two of my town board members. Uh, three of our, oh, they're Jane popped in. Uh, Jane Bonner, Mike Lagrosio. Uh, and uh, Dan Panico, and our public safety commissioner, John Meehan, who is a former chief of patrol for Suffolk County Police. Um, you think you've heard of everything. I continue to be surprised by some of the audacity of those that would break the law in promoting drugs and drug paraphernalia. Uh, earlier this week, um, Mike Lagarcio, uh heard that there was a few of these vending machines around that vended, and what it is, and I'll let Mike hold it up, it's a crack pipe. It's a <laughs> ceramic glass pipe disguised as a pen dispenser you. that you put two bucks in, in quarters, and out comes the ceramic pipe that you use, and there's a filter in there that you use for smoking crack. <laughs> wow i highly recommend listener after we're done with this uh show just go and watch this clip on on the youtubes <laughs> oh C yeah city was... of bloomfield right city of Blo yeah, yeah. broomfield yeah they have their own youtube channel just was it, it was it a crack pipe or was it a clay pot pipe oh it's it was plus oil so burner check this out yeah. in case the, the in case the law enforcement representative wasn't clear enough for everybody you put two dollars in this machine and this machine gave you a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much as simple as that. 
They're trying to stretch it out a little bit. So, I you mean, know the we, maker spaces that are popping up everywhere? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we were all the pop up vending machine. We were all amazed when condoms first became dispensable in, in vending machines and truck stop bathrooms and whatnot. Like, oh, how seedy. You know, and now they're pretty commonplace, but. I think pipes. this was like in the middle of like a park or something. Like it was near a shopping center. And I think, oh. I think like once they opened the machine, it only had like two or three crack pipes in it. It's not like, it's not like there's a lot of, I don't care where you're at. It's not like Wish where you can get like three different colors and fucking. Who That's what they did. They ordered a bunch of fucking, fucking crack, crack pipes, pipes on off Wish. Wish. They probably ordered a vending machine off of Wish for like $27. <laughs> okay. So I have a question here. Who has the key to the vending machine? Whose was it? Well, that's the thing is we don't know because it's like you can't put a crack pipe vending machine somewhere. Like, right. But somebody did. Right. <laughs> so who did well, it? No, what I'm saying is like that's not the point in this story that the, the law enforcement or the media or anyone else has come to. Like nobody knows whether or not they've who put the crack pipe vending machine out. That should be a song. Who put the crack by a vending machine in Who's New York? Who's got New the crack? New York. So, yeah, I don't know. No, we don't know who put. The, maybe it was the cops. Maybe it was an undercover. Don't hate the cops. Maybe it was an undercover sting operation, and the cops put the crack pipe vending machine. But would that would that be entrapment? Would that be a false flag? Was it wish? <laughs> wish put the fucking crack pipe vending machine outside of the. I mean, the Japanese have like used panties vending machines. Wish is, Wish is currently selling a currency printer. I shit you not. Well, no, that's what they say they're selling to you. Well, what I'm wondering is like Wish. I think Wish put these vending machines there and that's what we're going to find out in the next couple <laughs> of weeks. That is just amazing. I wonder, I wonder who has the key and how much, who was collecting that $2. Who's got the creaky keys to the crap pipe vending machine? So, <laughs> we need a song. No, <laughs> no, we don't need a song about a crack pipe vending machine. But crack if somebody wants to write one, machine. we need a song from you. Somebody's phone is vibrating and stuff. I'd be hearing it. I don't know. I just, I just be maybe I just be hearing things. Auditory hallucinations. Sorry, that's my vibrator. Go fuck yourself. Okay, so I have uh, Fox News is going to talk to creepy Ted Cruz. Uh, ew. About ew, his. Ew. This is this is kind of a feel good story. In the end, this is. <laughs> Kind of a no. feel good story because the guy he's running against isn't super fucking weird and creepy like 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 wouldn't want to like let your female friends around him creepy. So the other guy might win. So that's why this is a feel good story because Ted Cruz is creepy. Correspondent Peter Ducey in Houston tonight looks at the fierce battle between incumbent Ted Cruz and Democrat Beto O'Rourke. Very good to meet you. This is Ted Cruz. This year, Ted Cruz knows he's a target. Look, if you're a wealthy liberal sitting in New York City or Massachusetts or San Francisco right now. And you could defeat one Republican in the country. You. It'd be me. The candidate challenging Cruz, Democratic Congressman Beto O'Rourke. Politico writes Texas has Beto mania. Esquire says he could be the next Obama. Vanity Fair calls him Kennedy-esque. Their favorite adjective is Kennedy-esque. They all talk about his hair and his teeth. (laughs) This is the first time I've heard of it. And his hair was perfect. You know what? I just like the fact that now that... Trump isn't running against Ted Cruz and not calling him Lion Ted and the only reason that I know that Ted's lying is because he's talking and blah 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 and talks so much fucking shit on Ted Cruz now he seems to be having a problem now that Trump is supporting him and trying to get him elected somewhere else no he was going to have a problem anyway it doesn't matter what but he has Ted Cruz has I think Ted 
what I said before is that if there was like a sex scandal involving Ted Cruz, it would be some shit you've never heard never of. Never heard of. Like the 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 news anchor would be like, I'm not sure how to explain this. And I feel like your kids need to go in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also found the Zodiac killer. I feel, and I've been sort of kind of keeping an eye on the Ted Cruz Beto race. And Beto hasn't played the your fucking hella creepy card yet. Good. And that's the fucking ace in the hole. Is it? I feel, I feel like just putting it on blast how fucking creepy Ted Cruz is. He is creepy. He likes, he like, he likes frowning when he's smiling. Like he can't smile. <laughs> he he oh, can't like, smile. Some people look awkward. They have just weird facial he muscles. A, but everything is I would weird be about sa- him. I would be incapable of happiness if I was Ted Cruz too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. His only, his only pleasure is taking away the fucking happiness and joy of other people. Right. Yeah. He's a fucking dick douchebag. So he'll work really hard to fucking win. Not because... Uh, not because he really wants to do anything he just wants to take happiness and joy away from the people who want his opponent to yeah. win like it's a pretty strong uh, motivator is he a reptilian i i don't think that's a thing <laughs> the el paso area congressman declined to be interviewed for this story in texas or dc but did hit the late night circuit this week which led to a cruz campaign countermeasure here's how scared ted cruz is of beto o'rourke he bought ads on my show tonight <laughs> to counter his interview. Cruz says the joke's on Colbert. I do think it's funny that apparently Colbert is mad that anyone buys ads on his show. President Trump's pledge to campaign here is welcomed by Cruz, who sees the president as the reason for the tight race. With the election of Donald Trump, the far left has has lost their minds. But Cruz could get caught in a trap set by Mitch McConnell, who is keeping the Senate in for October to keep Democrats off the trail. Because if those senators have to be in D.C., so does Cruz. If Mitch McConnell actually had to set a trap, he would probably break a hip. You shouldn't have to set a trap to trick Ted Cruz. No. I I feel like you don't need Mitch McConnell's help if you're going to... I mean, maybe if it was like a box with a stick and an M&M and and a Skittles it underneath. A string. Ooh, Ooh, piece candy. <laughs> but the thing is that Ted Cruz said that the joke was on someone else, and like there was no funny part. He didn't no. say he didn't say, "Oh, the joke's on them." Because, because Ted Cruz is the joke. He doesn't get it though. He doesn't realize he's the he's joke. the joke. Oh, it's not a joke how creepy Ted Cruz is. <laughs> no, like, it's I, not. You're I, we laugh about it though. If one, if any of you were drunk and Ted Cruz was the only person that was in the room, and I like really had to go, I'd call you. I'd an push Uber my t- panic button like I'd my call, life alert. I'd call you an Uber too. Like it'd get you the <laughs> fuck out of there. Like, Ted Cruz is like absolutely do not leave drunk people with him creepy. He's like um don't leave uh, don't leave the disabled with him creepy. Don't don't leave children with him. And what's he don't gonna leave do? Canvas, with him. canvas me to death. Dude, I it's stuff you never heard ever. Yeah, of. I'm just these are just these are guesses that we're making because <laughs> the guy there's something about him, dude. He's it's, so. But what I'm the thing that's going on is as the uh, election edges closer with Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke, I cannot wait until Beto O'Rourke pulls out the Ted Cruz is mad creepy thing because that whole thing is missing from this equation and that thing is incredibly powerful because Ted Cruz is mad creepy. The creepiest politician. Really yeah. creepy. Yeah, really creepy. And mm-hmm. his dad's weird, too. <laughs> Ted, you will kill JFK, <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> that was lotion. a palate cleanser. Thank you very much, producer Dave. Dad. I feel a little bit better and yet somehow worse. Take this duct tape and rope to the basement. All right, I hate to do this to you. I got... <laughs> 
So before we start, I want to let everybody know that I want to let everybody know that um, this Michael Avenatti guy, uh, he's only really on my team because the other team is Tucker Carlson. Like, I don't, I'm not really the big I, like Av- Michael Avenatti should not run for president. No. And um, please, and, dear God, and no. please, please make resistance. Stop. He's like a slimy lawyer. Yeah. Like he's a dirtbag. All these people involved in all. He's a smart dirtbag. Oh, there's such a thing as smart dirtbags, but you dirtbag Dan being one. We already have those types of people who are like on the bad side of that scale, like in positions. We don't need to put like opposing ones on the other side that are just as slimy and dirtbaggy that doesn't do anything for our cause. Well, it's like a football bracket, and you hope the your your wrong you know your hated team loses, and then you because you want them to get beaten by this guy, but you want the other team to beat the other guy so that your guy gets to the top. Like. (laughs) hate that politics is like that his his politics are generally pretty good i just think that he's like a i just think that he's just a dirtbag and that's why he like wants to get wants to be involved he's in trying this. to get elected to office on the back of a fucking porn star suing donald trump case that's like that's queer. Uh, i don't have a problem with that at all because and he'll say this to tucker is you don't hear stormy daniels saying saying shit wrong about michael avenatti they're nope. probably they're probably thick as thieves like yeah. Here's, unfortunately, Tucker Carlson talking to Michael mm-hmm. Avenatti. At a rally in July, I think it was the day after the president spoke with Vladimir Putin in Helsinki, and you were addressing a rally, and here's what you said. What Vladimir Putin and Russia did to this country in connection with the 2016 election is no different than if they would had placed 100,000 troops on our border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This was an invasion. It was an electronic invasion. So if Russia had 100,000 troops on our border, I mean, that would be an act of war, a profound provocation. What would be the rational response to that if you really felt the threat was that profound? If you were president, how would you respond to that? Well, Tucker, I understood that I was coming on your show tonight to talk about the case uh, involving my client. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't tell you that, and I'm wait, happy wait, to talk about wait, the case. Wait, wait, I, wait, but wait, I just Tucker, played Tucker, you a clip. I don't, Tucker, I just Tucker, you, you got to stop. Question. Tucker, you got to stop interrupting me, okay? Because one of the conditions of me coming on tonight was that you were not going to do what you do routinely to guests, which is talk over them and interrupt them. So just let me finish with my answer. Shut the fuck up, Tucker. I bet you he's fucking hung. <laughs> That's what I was trying you to tell think, you. Oh! <laughs> you think Michael Avenatti Cock is hung? Cock on the gish gallop. Mm. Well done. He is Italian. He is Italian. <laughs> this is just just a good bit of a, this is like a good bit of like a cat fight, right? Yeah. This is this this is a good bit because Michael Avenatti is the perfect person to go in there and try to deal with tucker carlson he's fucking not wrong either because that's exactly what tucker carlson does is you get him on you get somebody on the other side on his show and then he just fucking tries to jim liam except for he has a fucking hairstylist and a nice suit and he does not a fucking cosplay scientist he's like he's a cosplay journalist but i mean that's not that's i mean we all know that anyway he interviews interviews people by just talking saying what he thinks yeah, yeah, he's not really interested at all in no. what, what his no. guest thinks. Yeah, I like what HK said that one time. It's like the interview for Fox News to get on any of the shows. It's like if there are five people in the room and everybody starts talking, can you not? And then <laughs> if they say no, then they get hired. <laughs> Here's the next clip. What I'm saying is you're using reckless rhetoric on a subject you don't really understand that increases the temperature between the United States and a nuclear armed adversary. Is that a responsible thing to do? I, I think under the circumstances, I stand by my words. And I think for you to lecture... But it's 100,000 troops on I the think border? For you, I think for you to lecture me about reckless rhetoric is rather ironic, Tucker, <laughs> in light of some of the reckless rhetoric that okay. you engage in okay. each and every day on this... Reckless rhetoric, okay. 
if, if you were trying to make me not want this guy to run for president, you made a category error. Well, <laughs> I bet you he's hung like a horse. Here's 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 the hey. deal. Here's, here's the deal. Is that this is what we've been talking about. This yeah. guy went in there fully prepared yep. to attack Tucker Carlson's character. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because he knew because he's he was, a dirtbag. Well, That's how you also fucking do it. That's and he knew that Tucker Carlson was going to attack his character. He was going to take counter dirtbag measures. And that's well, how you fucking do it. If I was going to talk to Tucker Carlson on TV, I would immediately attack his character. Absolutely. This is the Absolutely. only way to deal with these people. Yeah. You, because you're talking to them. They're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, you know, he's gone after Tucker Carlson hasn't gone after his character yet, but he went after Tucker's. But that's OK, because he's gone after Tucker Carlson and uh, Stormy Daniels character a bunch of the, the time on his show. That's been like his shtick. So then it doesn't really matter what kind of question or topic it is. It's always going to get back to. Tucker Carlson, you're being a douchebag. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why'd you invite Which, me on your show? I feel that's like hilarious. that's hilarious. That's pretty much what happens for the rest of these uh, clips. I feel no, like let's hear it. you've said <laughs> that you are a civil libertarian. In effect, you're a libertarian on sex questions. Um, and that, that's fine yes, with me. Do. Does Obviously, it bother you that the Obama administration a, authorized spying on American citizens connected a to a rival presidential campaign? Well, first of all, I don't think it's been established that that occurred, uh, number that one. That Carter Page but, was spied on? I, I don't believe that that's been established, number one, that in fact, uh, President Obama authorized his, uh, uh, his administration. Such, authorized are you, you going to interrupt me for the entire I'm, segment? I'm or just clarifying because I don't think you understand the question. No, I the do. The Obama administration it. authorized spying on an American citizen connected to the Trump campaign. Does that bother you at all? First of all, I don't think that's been established. If it was established, of course it would bother me. Are we going to get to the facts of my uh, client's case? Yeah, are we going to get ask to you the, one last real get, adult are, question are we, first okay, because you're traveling around the country go ahead. as a commentator on politics, and I'm interested to know what you think. I don't think that's illegitimate. Tucker Carlson, you wore a bow tie until you were 30. And don't, it doesn't look cute on you. You are not fucking Tim Lincecum, so just calm the fuck down. It's like the yes. only way to deal with Tucker Carlson, if you disagree with him, is to just be openly hostile from the beginning. And I feel like the a good person on our team more broadly to do that is Michael Avenatti. I feel like he's quick on his feet because he's a lawyer for fucking people. Well, who've... and he just had a major thing happen in the case against Trump, too, is because they uh, fucking. Oh, God, what's his fucking what's Michael Cohen and Donald Trump both said they would drop their fucking shit and and uh, take back the uh, non-disclosure agreement between them. If Stormy paid back the hundred and forty thousand dollars that they paid her and she's like well fuck that what about my lawyer fees and all this other money that I put into even getting you guys in this position so Michael Avenatti told them both to go fuck themselves after they had agreed to it and so this is what's going on in that case and that's why it's significant and this is why he's going on out on interviews and he's also kind of putting in his, putting in his little plug for because he went on Ari or Carson or something the other day and said that if he was going to run for president he would announce it by March of next year I'm getting the impression that Michael Avenatti went on Tucker Carlson for the same reason that I would go on to Tucker Carlson's Absolutely. Show. And it's if great ego. press because ego. this e- ego and this clip of him shutting t- c- Tucker Carlson down is going to make the fucking all well, of the left wing circuit. I'm not sure that he shut Tucker Carlson down because that's impossible to do. But he 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 pissed him off. Really it good. seems like he had a few things he wanted to get in and he got those things yeah. in. And that's all you can do. Here's the exactly. next clip. It has not been established that. Carter Page was spied on? Is that what is that what you're saying? How many times are you going to ask me the same question? I've already stated that in my view, I don't believe that 
President Obama has been shown to have authorized the spying, quote, unquote, The Obama on, administration. On, Why dodge the question? Look, you traveled here with policy advisors who've worked on other campaigns to the I, show tonight. I have no I idea. I think you'd be ready for a simple I didn't, question. I didn't, I didn't travel here with policy advisors. Can I ask you, let me ask you a question. No, I don't think Why you, is you, it, you want why to get a that, TV no, show and then you no, can ask no, me a question. I've asked you a no, simple question that and you're you not call, answering Why is it that you don't call Donald Trump the creepy porn president? He's the one that had sex with a four-month-old son at home. Okay. So, with my client so now, without okay. a condom. Okay, so but, but you don't want to acknowledge the, okay. that. You don't want to acknowledge, acknowledge that. Acknowledge it. Okay. Do you believe that he had sex yes, with my I client? Yes, I do. I've said that on the okay, air multiple so times. So let me ask you a question. American people, and you're okay what is, with that. What you is think the, it's okay if the president lies set, to the American settle people. Settle down. Let me finish my question. <laughs> settle down. Settle down now. Fuck you, Tucker Carlson. We're going to fire this oh, bitch. fuck that this asshole. This is peak Tucker Carlson and he's done. I only heard if one we, person. If we fire Tucker Carlson, we have to fire Michael Avenatti. It's like when your kids are fighting, you oh, put them both no, in the corner. I only no. one per- oh. heard one person in hysterics there and it wasn't Avenatti. Nope. I think the people deserve to know how this ends, so we should not fire he's either answer- of them at this point, <laughs> but we should just maybe, you know, just absorb and, and, and he reflect. Also, he also answered the question three times. Tucker Carlson just didn't like the fucking answer that he got, so he's asking it again. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. The answer yes. came in a form that Tucker didn't like. The exactly. answer was like, oh, I don't think that anybody has shown that that's true. Yeah. Because there's no non-proof. Yeah, that's that's sort of yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the other argument. Oh, it depends no on what facts Wait, you're dealing Carlson with. Carlson is a Christian, right? Yeah, so, so he no- believes in things for which there are no proof. Oh uh, shit! It's all categorically. It's all, it's all yes and no. Here's the next clip. What is the crime, the harm, the injury to your client by Donald Trump? As far as I understand, this was a consensual sexual relationship, and yes, I you believe it yet. occurred. I don't know that, but it seems yeah. like it did. I'm willing to believe that it did. But it seemed consensual, and then she was paid at the end of it. And yet you, and by the way, I'm not attacking Stormy Daniels. I feel sorry for her. I feel she's being exploited You've by attacked you. her for six months. I feel that you and others are exploiting her. So I feel bad for her, but I'm wondering what the injury is I think is you her. demean her repeatedly. And really? I think, you're, I think you're a hypocrite. So let me ask you, let me ask you what the injury is. You want to talk about the case. I'm asking you the core question sure. in the case. What is the injury to Stormy Daniels? The injury is, is that the agreement that was entered into was not adhered to by Michael Cohen and Donald Trump. They did not fulfill their end of the bargain. Now, do you want to talk to the about the injury to the American people? So it is lying. So you believe that you believe? No, no, but you just you just went off on this moral lecture about how it was wrong for the president to have an adulterous affair, and I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. But you're very outraged. So is your yes? You said it's an injury against the American people that he had sex with someone not his wife. You didn't let me finish. The injury is that he and Michael Cohen and others lied to the American people and covered up the $130,000 payment and violated campaign finance Did law. That's why Michael obligation? Cohen, I'm not done. No, but That's why Michael only, Cohen just pled Let guilty. Let me ask you a question. That's why Michael Cohen Did they just have pled a, guilty. I understand them. I've been following right. the news as well. Okay. Oh my God. He is so obnoxious. So don't like... I cannot watch a Tucker Carlson interview. It makes me want to throw heavy objects at whatever monitor it's playing on. Right, because if it's somebody he generally agrees with, he's just like super credulous. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? And, the, <laughs> and if it's somebody he doesn't like, he just talks over them. Yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's awful. It's disgusting, and I hate it. I'm like a better interviewer, like of somebody I disagree with than Tucker Carlson. Everything's bad and everything's bad and yeah. it sucks. You're very Man. clear up front that you disagree with them, and, but you're also very clear that they're allowed to say whatever the 
f they want about I'm whatever to they laugh believe. At them. I had a couple yeah. people get mad at me for laughing at them, but mm. here's here's more of Tucker and Michael Avenatti. <sighs> it's it's kind of good because nobody's ever gone in and done this. So. Do it. Did Donald Trump have a moral obligation to tell the, the American people that yes. he had a sexual relationship with no. Stormy Daniels? I don't no. care whether he had a moral obligation then or not. Why what is he it had a an obligation? No, what he had care. an obligation to do was not cover it up, cover it up and Amen. lie about it yeah. and commit yeah. campaign yeah. finance okay. violations as his right hand. Michael Cohen just pled guilty to the felony. Tucker, what are you to talking about? To campaign finance violations? Yes, associated with, with right. Ms. McDougal. And I yes. thought you were following the so, news. So I thought you were knowledgeable about I'm a little confused. You're the protector of Stormy Daniels. Stormy um, Daniels is right now working in strip protector. clubs in little towns on stage. People are throwing things at her. You're wearing a thousand dollar suit. Why is you? Why are you not paying her? You've profited from Stormy Daniels. You've done tens of millions of dollars with the free media on the basis of your relationship with her, and she's working in strip clubs. You're exploiting her, and you know that. Why aren't you paying her some of what you're making? Sir, this is absurd. It's not I absurd. Not Those are the facts. No, you don't know the facts as evidenced by the fact is that you don't Is she working in know. strip clubs? Are you going to continue to interrupt me, or are you going to let me finish? I do know the facts, right. actually. No, you don't, because it, you just demonstrated your ignorance, because you didn't even know Michael Cohen pled to two felonies associated with a campaign finance violation. I don't believe that what Cohen did, and I'm not defending Cohen, I never have, was a campaign finance violation. I think well, you it's pled absurd. To it. So the problem... The pro Tucker Carlson, I, I hate to like act like he's a rational individual, but he's made a category error. Stormy Daniels going and working in a big old strip club now, where people are throwing things at her. The thing, making, that, the thing that Tucker left out is the things that people are throwing at her is money. Yeah. The girl is- $100 bills, y'all. She is- She is fucking- She's making like 10, 10K a week yeah, or more. 10 Gs for sure. She's, it's, she is not- She's not a dumb individual. By yeah, I, I've I've seen her be interviewed. I follow her yep. on Twitter. If somebody's being played in this scenario, they might they're more likely being played by Stormy Daniels mm -hmm. than Stormy Daniels playing anybody. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that girl, I she knows exactly what she's doing. And, and but fuck yeah. And Michael Avenatti's doing a good job. But if he would have just stopped him and said, you know what? If anybody's being played here, Stormy's probably playing them. He goes, I might be being played by Stormy Daniels. He mm -hmm. goes, you yeah. If he was. Cause she, there's no way she's like in some unsafe. No, she's no. like super famous now. She's not fucking hanging out at fucking centerfolds and fucking Scottsdale. She's like, she's at some bad she, bitch fucking VIP place in fucking Vegas. Or she's not stripping because she has to. She's no. stripping because she, she wants, wants to. to. There's a huge difference. Right. That's the thing is like, if that's what you, if you're a stripper and a porn star, that's just what you do. Yeah. Like, oh. She sued him because uh, there's there's something going on, some legal thing going on between him, her and Trump. And now she went back to doing the thing that she's do she was doing the whole time because right. the legal thing is like there's nothing she can do with it right now. Right. Well, that's what you do. You go back to work. Yeah. Like and her work is sex work. And I'm sorry that Tucker Carlson doesn't even understand sex, much less <laughs> sex <to> work. <laughs> and. It's just that's how that's some people's lives and there's nothing you can do about it. And by the way, she a bad bitch. Yeah. Ain't nobody playing Stormy no, Daniels. No way. No. no. And if she's tricked me into believing that, then that's just more evidence more that of it's a bad true. Bitch. Yeah, it's more evidence that it's true. Yeah. She's tricked me and I like where is she somewhere that people are throwing things at her? Like what is Tucker Carlson even talking about? Like that's where I was wondering if that was a specific incident where maybe she happened to walk by a, a church or something and people threw Bibles threw holy at her. water at her and she <laughs> melted. <laughs> 
Stormy Daniels was to perform in Richmond in a depressing strip club. This hero that you say you're protecting, you're her protector. Why is she working in seedy strip clubs while you're on television wearing expensive suits? Why are you not exploiting her? Why is she doing that? Because she wants to, Tucker. And oh, this she is wants a, to have this is America. This is America. And guess what? If a woman wants to perform in a strip club, she does so. But even you're though, getting rich. Even though people, not. I'm not getting rich. Even though people you like are. you, even though people like you demean her, not demeaning and her. Call her. You're the one who's profiting. You're the one that refers to her consistently right. as a porn star and as to me as a creepy porn lawyer. And meanwhile, you give well, the president. Well, well, meanwhile, you give well, the president a pass I would who say, had unprotected yeah. sex with oh, the porn star okay. with a four-month-old son at home. Well, you are a moralizer for a guy who no. does what you do. No, I, oh, but you I'm are not. Though. You are yeah, a little you're moralizer. Shit. You're like, we're in church now with a four-month-old son. Okay, I'm, I'm officially shocked by Donald Trump's behavior. I had no idea. It blew my mind. But answer my question. Why are you rich yeah, and your client is working in CD strip clubs? Sir, do you have any idea how much money I've earned? You're on place? every cable show. You you're running no for idea. president now. You have no idea. Well, I know that you haven't paid your taxes you not, yeah, because you've got over a million dollars worth of... ridiculous. You don't even know your facts. It's not true. You don't even know your facts, Tucker. I'm just saying, why is she still... how do you have a show and you're this ignorant? Some word, please. Save the zinger for the last second. That was brilliant. That was a good job. Can we hear that again? Thanks, producer Dave. Hold on. I have two more clips. Uh Oh, no. (laughs) It keeps going. Here's what I know for a fact is that your client is not thriving. And for you to look at me in the eye and say she wants to perform in strip clubs with people throwing stuff at her is insulting to her. People don't do that unless they have no choice or she just likes it. Is that what you're saying? Tucker, now you're the defender of my client. You don't know anything about my client. It's pathetic. You're exploiting her. You don't know anything about my client. Exploiting my client. I know that she's working in a strip club in Richmond. You gotta let me finish. Can I finish? Please do. All right. I've done a remarkable job for my client, and she'll be the first one to tell you that. And had you listened to any of her interviews or seen any of her comments, you would know exactly what she thinks of me. I am not, I'm not done. I am not exploiting my client. I'm representing my client to the absolute. So when she wants absolute, to get yeah, your still, legal advice, does she have to pretend to be a booker from I'm CNN still, to get through to you? You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's disgusting. Why don't you show what's some What's disgusting respect? is Why don't you, you show some respect to my client not. and me and stop calling us a porn star and a creepy porn lawyer. If you've got that big a well, problem with porn, thought, do you have that big a problem with porn? I'm not making fun of when's the last time, slow when's down. The last, when's the last oh, time shit. you saw porn? Oh, you busted me. Actually, I'm in humiliation porn. That's why I watch you on CNN. No, no but when's the last time you When's the last time you viewed porn? You're a little creepier even than I realized. You're What's dodging the, the question that I have asked you, you Let me ask repeatedly. You a question. Do you believe that people that view porn should watch your show? <laughs> no. No, if you like enjoy anything about your life, the only reason you should watch Tucker Carlson is because you're rooting for his guest. Yeah. You're right, that was good, Dave. One more. <laughs> I will say this Do you? sincerely that I have never attacked Stormy Daniels. Yes, you have. Repeatedly. I think you oh, are exploiting her, as I've That's said absurd. five times, and you haven't answered the question, which What's is question? why is it that her life has stalled? And your life has, you're planning a new career as a politician, and like so many lawyers, you are taking advantage of her. And you pose as a feminist hero because you are shameless, and the other channels let you get away with it. But you're an exploiter of a woman, and you should be ashamed of it. And you're a That is my, that is. No, are you going to let me finish? Let me respond? Out of time, and I give you more time more time than I promised you. You don't know what you're talking about. But it is nice to see you. Yet again. 12 minutes. 
the red light. Oh, no, the wrong <laughs> Actually, uh, it is 12, 12 minutes, minutes to red, red light. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Like, everybody check this out. Like, I want to be crystal clear. Michael Avenatti should not run for president. He no. should not run for mayor. But he should go on Tucker Carlson like once a week. I'd like to hear him mediate the, the Democratic or the Republican debates. Oh, Michael Avenatti would be a good a good uh, debate moderator. Yeah, he'd have, he'd better. Have too, I'd have a few too many zingers for the moderator. He'd need to... I think Stormy Daniels should moder- moderate. Yes. Uh, the thing that the overarching thing that <laughs> I disagree bitch. with that Tucker was saying was that Stormy Daniels is some kind of almost like unaware oh, participant in what's going on. Yeah, right? She's right? very aware. She knows exactly now, what the she was. I mean, there was a full there was a full spread on her in Vanity Fair. She's very aware <laughs> and forced said. forced to strip in a seedy club. To Tucker, any club is fucking seedy. What What do you? What do you think she's left. making for her average like gig? I bet you she makes ten k a night. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I, I'm like, plus whatever they're paying her for them the fucking venue to get her to come out. That's that's what I'm saying is like that's from appearance, the promoter. Just appearance, fucking appearance. That's, yeah, that's not. She's a headliner. Not, she's not. She's she's still dancing and making money while she's dancing. Yeah. Like, she's fine. Like, there's no. There's after, no world. Especially after that time she went to Ohio, and then um, they tried to plant some evidence and like they arrested her at that one. Like in Ohio, you can't stop that bitch. Good yeah. luck. I don't care if you're Good the Ohio State luck. Troopers. Like, what I'm saying is that lady. I I just do not get the impression that she has been manipulated by anyone. No, absolutely not. No, she hasn't been. I mean, I no, think Tucker she is, might be manipulating you're, I'm sorry, everyone. You're, com- you're making. You're coming from a, a point with the assumption that Tucker Carlson thinks he knows things <laughs> i think he wants his audience to think he knows things but i can't really does. get into his head uh, speaking of getting into people's heads so <laughs> red light is going to be chock full of fucking stories the media one is going to be hosting red light everybody tonight mm-hmm. it's a, it's 11 minutes to red light if you're listening to the podcast and don't know what red light is i don't know fucking go to Join our the website Patreon at five bucks an hour five bucks an hour five, five bucks. bucks dude give us five bucks an hour <laughs> Us, if you give us five bucks an hour, we will give you all the blowjobs. All the red light. If we if we get five people to each give us five bucks an hour, we could like I think all of us could quit our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just podcast all day. Oh no, we would just do exactly what we're doing. Well, we might give them more content. We get bored. So anyway, <laughs> um, Dave Rubin is fantastically stupid, and um. I don't know. Like Sam Harris hangs out with him. And so does Jordan Peterson. Don't like him. Uh, ben Shapiro. Your boyfriend. No. Oh, that's, no, that's sorry. That's, Charlie that's, Kirk. That's, Charlie Kirk's tall. <laughs> I dumped that twink Ben Shapiro for Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Damn. You know, I was just thinking about this $5 an hour. And if you add it all up, we're looking at very close to $3,600 $3, a month. Per person. Just for that one person, if they get five dollars an hour, that'd be five people. Anyway, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> move on to math. this. I've, I gotta at least get this story in before we go into red light. Okay, okay. Um, ben Shapiro is a bad person. Um, yes. Dave Rubin is. Yes. Oh God, he's so stupid. This thing sort of explains itself, but I have, a, I have a lot to say about it. But I also have to pee while the clip plays. Shapiro, will you bake Rubin a wedding cake? <laughs> okay, so I mean, my answer is. Well, I'm married already. Right, he's, but, mar- but, he's married but, already. But, but an anniversary. I, but, it was my anniversary last week. An anniversary cake would have been nice. Right. So, I, so the answer is no. 
And the okay. reason I won't is because as a religious Jew, I, yeah. I do not participate in activities that I believe are sinful. But again, we live in a free country, and Dave knows this. He doesn't have to care what I think yeah. about sin. And as long as I'm not bothering Dave, I don't see why it's a problem. Yeah. So it's a, will I, will I, does Dave have a husband? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, okay. And yeah. are we friends? Yeah. And are we going to go out to dinner sometime in the near future? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but there's a difference between me just being friends with Dave and me actively participating in an event that I feel is religiously sinful. What event is he talking about? Baking a wedding cake for a gay couple? That's religiously sinful? I think that's the basis on what they throw most of these cases where the baker doesn't want to bake people, bake gay people cakes. So is the token Jew on the panel currently? Honestly, I mean, orthodoxy doesn't encourage people to be gay, but they aren't, they don't discriminate who they bake cakes for. But do, do, does the, uh, does the teachings make you uh, not allowed to participate in uh, activities in which you think are sinful? Wait, that's what, what he said. That's what because okay. So is baking he said a he'll cake hang sinful? Out with him. He, it's it's uh, it's validating that sinful lifestyle. Of so he's being never going to go to a gay bar with him and his husband. See, he didn't say that. He said that he would go out. To, uh, he didn't say gay bar. I guess maybe maybe that'll be in another gay clip. bakery. Gay ba- <laughs> He said he would go out to dinner with them. He said he would go I to think, his house and they would hang so out. So what he's saying friends. is, what he's saying is, if you leave your husband, I'll do anything for you. For for what? <laughs> That's correct. For what I know, Orthodox Judaism doesn't. Like they don't encourage people to be gay, but they don't encourage people and they welcome people to be gay. And many Orthodox Jews are not gay, like most are not, but I'm sure there are some. I haven't met one, but I can't say there aren't any. No, my cousin Ben. There you go. So um, I don't, they don't, Judaism doesn't have this big stamp down and convert people who are doing sinful things like Christianity does. If you're doing a thing, come talk about it. Maybe pray a little. It'll be, you know, maybe you'll feel better. But like, we don't try and talk you out of your thing. That's your your thing. It's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, but he's claiming to be this Hasidic Jew, like no, he's Neo, as, a, as an Orthodox Jew, as a as a practicing Jew. Like not all Jews practice that way. Mm. Hold on, he's also claiming to be Dave Rubin's friend, and I'm going to. People are getting mad on Twitter because I keep telling them that Dave Rubin is not very bright. And he's not their real dad. And he's not really your friend. No, no. They don't think Dave Rubin is their dad. They're just like really mad that I'm saying he's not very bright. But what I'm saying is that Ben Shapiro several times during this claims to be Dave Rubin's friend. And I'm just telling you that if any of you guys had a friend that treated you the way that Ben Shapiro is treating Dave Rubin, I would tell you that that's not your friend. And while that's awkward, we're still friends in spite of it, which is why we're friends. If we couldn't be friends in spite of it, then it would be a bad thing. Well, look, when I when I did your interview show, which, by the way, I mean, yeah, you jacked the idea of an interview show from me. It's all right. It's but true. But uh, nobody had done it before <laughs> me. Um, but what, what you said that to me, and, and I truly mean this. Like, if you think what I'm doing is sinful, like, I... I don't, it sounds glib, but I don't care. Good. I, right, I and then this is my view, is you don't have to care, you, right? right? It's a free country. Like. Right, like, that's the thing, and it's like, look, look, there is, of course someone's going to go, well, wait a minute, if you really think his marriage is sinful or something, of course there may be a place that in the nature of our friendship, maybe that we can't quite get to, that I would be able to get to with someone that didn't think yeah. that. For sure. That is very possible, and, and, it, and it goes both ways, right? Like, I then look at you so and I go, well, well, well why? Right, like that's a kid. You don't want me teaching your kid about the nature of family, perhaps, right? I mean, like, they, like possibly, but, I, but you're probably a pretty good dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, but... 
why is it that we're able to do this? Because you a bitch. Ben Shapiro just told you and your husband, by the way, who isn't mm-hmm. there to defend himself, right. that your relationship is sinful, whatever the fuck that means, and that he can't participate in certain events that you have in your life, even though you guys are friends. Yeah. He can't go to certain things because some fucking dude or female, probably dude, it's it's, it's one of the Abrahamic religions. It's a dude. 6,000 years ago. I mean, I Invisible even, cloud man. Yeah, some dude, some entity that supposedly controls the entire world has just told Ben Shapiro that what fucking Dave Rubin is doing is sinful. The sinful thing that Dave Rubin is doing is making friends with assholes like Ben Shapiro. Also, just having a show and thinking that he's like not the dumbest person to walk the earth is also sinful. I think I think it's a way to be incredibly passive aggressive about something like i don't like what you're doing but i'm gonna blame it on something that the bible says or something that god told us and therefore i can say you're wrong but hey i'm just the messenger the message comes from the god and you believe in god don't you so this is you know you should do it this way and why can't you just not be gay all right or why can't you just not whatever it is that god doesn't you know wear mixed do your thing but not in front of other people wear mixed that's, wear mixed materials right it's like cultural nimbyism that's a total yeah cultural, cultural nimbyism that's <laughs> not, not in my fucking backyard right i have not, some my, gay not friends my beliefs not my beliefs back I'm here not, right? i'm not i'm not i'm not uh prejudiced i have some gay friends you know i'm this not is homophobe. cultural this is really good Wait, that's really good. not in my beliefs y'all we're four minutes to red light and i still have a couple clips to play but councilman can you explain cultural nimbyism? Yeah, because it's like the opposite of cultural Marxism, right? Well, correct. It's like it's, oh no, it's it's well, it's like, it's like you're stepping on someone's cultural lawn, right? Like the we, the good wife and I were walking the dog the other night, and we walked past two houses, and you could tell where the property line was, even though there wasn't a, a fence or anything, because the lawn on one side was green, the other lawn on the other side was dead, right? And you know what I'm saying? Was it's it like, like a perfect you, line? You're, it's like you're and you're stepping on someone's perfect green lawn, right? With, with cultural your, nimbyism, yeah, with your with your you know. With your tamales, basically. And your homeless camp in Correct, the your past. Homeless encampment, and, right. and and your gays having right. weddings. Right. In my How day. Dare in my, you. in my day, gays just got married quietly in Vegas right. and nobody cared. Right. What happens Girl in clutching. Vegas, gays in Vegas. <laughs> hey, Girl I got clutching. two more clips of these guys. Uh Dave Rubin is fantastically stupid and Ben Shapiro is like a horrible person and a bigot and he can go fuck himself. And that's kind of what's going on in these clips. So let me, okay, so if you wouldn't bake me a cake, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, because it's 50-50, I can't bake you a cake, which David's an uh, incredible I'm not sure. chef, I mean, and he would have done it kosher not, the whole wow. thing, man. Oh, yeah, now you know, I feel bad. He I mean, would have done it for you. You got but me this close. Putting that aside, you can't have yeah. David's kosher cake now. Um, if we were having an anniversary party, would you come? If I was inviting all the crew that we all know, and we were just an anniversary party, we're just having a party, and, uh, and I'll even throw in some kosher food for you to make sure you don't have to bring your own food. You know, honestly, I'd have to think about it. I'd have to think about it in the same way. So that's interesting to me. Yeah, I, that's that's a different thing. Well, it, not really, because again, it's if you're a religious person, yeah. and again, take it from the religious oh, perspective. The, from the yeah, religious perspective, no the question is: Click, Are you off. glorifying something that you think is yeah. sinful? Yeah. So, if it's a party for something that you think was originally sinful, can you participate in that? So, from a religious point of view, that's an actual serious moral question. Yeah. No. No. None of that is real. 
None of it's real and it's a pointless conversation. Move on. Like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to have to like deal with everybody's like own version of like, okay, so the the worst case scenario on this is the person who posts the inspirational memes and the reason that that chick doesn't want to go to your party, right? She's like, oh, well, I post inspirational memes and your thing looks a little bit snarky for your thing and I feel like that I won't get my fucking maximum chi out of this. <laughs> ben Shapiro and his little I'm an Orthodox Jew and there's going to be some fucking homos there like lies somewhere in the middle of the annoying He's scale. He's but, his chakras. But, but his is the most unethical on the scale. It's it's not as annoying as the as the as the the the, the person who's like, oh, well, you're not going to let me like burn sage and walk around and cleanse the place. That's the most annoying, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's like weird. Don't like don't light don't light leaves on fire in my apartment, please. So I get it that if somebody did something like I would be uncomfortable going to a party of all Republicans. Like I would not want to go to a Trump party or. Or I, I would not want to go to a Super Bowl party a for wire. a team that I really despised if that was oh, a thing. But I wouldn't it's not go to a, a super. I wouldn't go to a Super Bowl party in the first place. Oh, but I would. But I if wouldn't it was go all, for the, if it was all fucking women. Fuck yeah, I'm going to that Super Bowl party. Like, <laughs> That's the best Super Bowl party ever. But like I, but I. I can't understand why you can't just let sinners, if that's what you believe, be there. And if you're friends with them, no, because you have to convert them. No, but no. that's we don't. That's Ben I'm Shapiro, as small as he is, is an authoritarian, right. and Ben Shapiro wants to impose what Ben Shapiro thinks you should do on you. So. And on his friend, Dave Rubin. The, the the point of this clip is that Dave Rubin is not only stupid, Dave Rubin is a pussy and wouldn't even stand up for himself or his husband who wasn't there during this set of clips. I got to play the last one. <sighs> My problem is that if, say I was Dave Rubin's boyfriend or Dave Rubin's husband, and I, I would be very, I'd be very fucking pissed off. I'd be like, you didn't, you didn't tell Ben Shapiro to go fuck himself because he wouldn't come to a, like... But maybe, oh, I bet he did. No, no, I, I'm don't. not. I don't know, Dave. Dave, I don't know, Dave Rubin. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I hope he's just lying about being married. Would I go out to dinner with you? The answer is yes, right? Because that's not actually like let's celebrate something that I feel that you're doing is sinful. Hold on, hold but on. I have another theory. I have another. I have, actually, yeah, I have a question too. He wants to go places with Dave Rubin without Dave Rubin's husband. Maybe he uh, just wants to go without paying. <laughs> but also. Um, I'm just telling you. He said we when go they out to go dinner, out to dinner. It's just it, do they Rubin, both order dessert? Dave Rubin's husband isn't there. I'm just telling you. I think I what's really going on here is that Ben Shapiro has a little crush on Dave Rubin. Doesn't want to go to. It's not about. He's trying to say it's about his religion, but he doesn't want to go anywhere that Dave Rubin's husband is, as far as I could tell. Is this? Is Would this, he feel this emasculated? He, maybe being in a the, no, no. I think that I think that he has. A little conservative crush on Dave Rubin. I don't know what Dave Rubin looks like. Is he worth it? Oh no, I, it's, it's irrelevant. Guy? I just think that I, I'm, I'm just all saying. of the places that all of the places that fucking Ben Shapiro is saying he wants to go with Dave Rubin don't necessarily involve Dave Rubin's husband, and all the places he won't go necessarily involve Dave Rubin's husband. So mm, I'm just right. saying, mm. he, I'm just saying he's creeping on fucking Dave Rubin's <laughs> husband's man. That could be an ulterior <laughs> ulterior motive. I bet I bet Ben Shapiro would not want some of my bad Jew fudge. Would I go out to dinner with you? The answer is yes, right? Because that's not actually like let's celebrate not there. something that I feel that you're doing is sinful. But I'd have to I'd have to think about that one. I'm, and I'm being a perfectly honest, like no, I, I, as straightforward as possible. On I want you. So it's, it's see, that's so interesting to me because it's like friends. if I threw a regular party, just we're just right. having that party at my house and all the guys. But that's right. Eric for a wedding and cake also, right? Like I bake you a cake. 
that had nothing to do with a gay wedding. Right. And I would go to a party with you that has nothing to do with gay marriage. <laughs> would you bake me a regular cake? Could I just have a Thursday yeah, cake? Yeah, sure, I'd give you a cake. You, you, well, you well, well, hold on. I mean, my, my baking sucks. I'll just buy you one. I want I'll a shittily a cake, baked like, Shapiro cake, and then I'm going to write... Then I mean, once I get it here, I can do whatever I want with it. piece of crap. I mean, it's not going to be good, but it'll be there. All right, let's see. There's a lot there. You know what? But this is what we'll keep talking about forever, and it's all right. Exactly. Oh, I would not talk to Ben Shapiro about that forever. <laughs> I, or just ever. If I would never invite Ben Shapiro to my wedding. But if I was on a show with Ben Shapiro and they said, oh, Shapiro, would you go to Gay Dave's wedding? And he would go, oh, no, it's against my religion. And then he would be like this and that. and me, 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 uh, Faster than that. Unless you were spinning at your own wedding. And then, yeah, of course he would go. But. Oh, he would definitely go to hear that disco. I would invite, if you get married, Dave, invite Ben Shapiro to your wedding, please. (laughs) I just, I just can't imagine, like, there's two things going on here. One, Ben Shapiro's like a total bigot and like a weirdo. And like, like even the most devout Jews are generally not like Ben Shapiro. It's not religion that Ben Shapiro suffers from. Ben Shapiro suffers from a case of the bigotry. And the control syndrome. And the assholeness. Right. And. He's also little and like fits in your pocket. So he's like a pocket bigot that you could bring with you anywhere <laughs> I, that you need I, to go. I bet his mom I bet his mom beat the shit out of him when he's he was a little kid. He's a pocket projector. I bet I bet I bet I bet I bet his little brother's friend's little brother beat him up when they were coming shoved him up. In a, shoved him in a locker. That's like the, oh man. Anyway, uh you've been listening to the Plex podcast. You're all totally gay. I just want to say that to the chat room. You guys are about completely to, we're gay. about to go in, we're about to go into red light. I do want to thank everybody and you should uh I don't know, uh subscribe. If you listen to this whole podcast version of the podcast, you should subscribe. Um I gotta find a song. I'm gonna play a song. I think I got a oh I'm gonna play Satabria. Yeah let go release and uh, the media winch is in fact going to host red light we'll be right back